Welcome to the Alkaline Unplugged podcast. I'm Erin Parazuski, a functional fitness expert and holistic health coach. I am the founder and CEO of Alkaline, a health and wellness company that operates boutique fitness franchises across the U.S. I live in Menlo Park, California with my husband and two young daughters. I am joined by my podcast partner, Kathy Purnell, a master instructor at Alkaline and a former special education teacher. She has three grown daughters and lives in Los Altos with her husband, Jeff. Together, we bring you Alkaline Unplugged, a collection of conversations on a whole host of topics, from experts in the health and wellness field to the real, raw, and human stories of people like you and me. We look forward to bringing you content that will nourish your mind, body, and soul. We thank you for tuning in and look forward to your comments and feedback. If you like what you hear, we'd appreciate a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. As a disclaimer, neither Kathy nor I are licensed medical professionals. The materials and content in this podcast are intended to be general information and are not to be considered a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Welcome to Alkaline Unplugged. Hi, Erin. How are you? Hi. How are you, Kathy? I'm excellent. We're here today with Vaughn from Alkaline Irvine, and I think it's interesting that we're choosing to do this podcast today in light of the fact that it is International Women's Day on Sunday, although according to the Today Show, it started today. So anyways, it should be, every day should be International Women's Day, but Vaughn has a really interesting story that she's going to share with us today about some health issues and how she came to Alkaline and what that has done for her as she has been healing from her health issues. So welcome, Bon. Hi, thank you for having me. And what a great day to be here. Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Gosh, where can I start? Okay. So I live here in Irvine and I attend the Alkaline studio. I have not had in the past a good health and wellness regimen. And it's not that I do want to. I think um, it was a combination of things. One is career. I worked a lot. And second was my health that got in the way of me having somewhat of a health and wellness program. And that was internally as well as externally. Tell us about your work life. You you mentioned that you you know were in a job that you were working a ton and and maybe your wellness and health took a backseat. Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, I worked as a designer for um, builders, home builders, and um, I worked a lot of hours. Probably my least week was fifty five hours a week, and I would um, travel for installations. And installations would start Monday and end on Friday. You know the model homes that people love to walk through and. Right visit throughout that's usually me from beginning to end and I traveled a lot I would travel and and my work was um if you are installing then I start at 6 a.m and work until it was dark because most of the model homes didn't have electricity right away so around 6 37 if I'm in Arizona maybe longer and then so eating would be late at night eating would be at my desk or eating would be in the car it's a competitive field and so to land a job with a good company and, and keep it, you just basically have to keep your client happy because without the clients, then you don't have the job. And that's just how it works because they can obviously go with someone else. On a scale of one to 10, what would you say your stress level was? Oh, it was very high. Oh, gosh. Maybe nine, 10, maybe more on certain days. Um, there was many mornings where I woke up and I didn't even want to go in. And I always dreaded the travel. That was my least favorite. I didn't like leaving home. 
Um, I didn't like all the dining out. Some people in the field love it. Um, some people like to get away from home and, um, and eat out and just heavy meals sometimes at night or fast food. I didn't like that. I'm sort of a homebody and I want to be in my house. And so I, I used to dread travel and that, that really ate it to my anxiety a lot. I didn't like going to do the installs. That was my least favorite part of the job. And it was just a lot of labor as well. Sometimes you, at the end of the day, your, your, your feet are killing you, your hands are killing you. And um, it, it just wasn't, I look back now and I think I must have been nuts to do it for as long as I did. And my hours were bad. And that having health issues that I just kind of put in the back seat and I constantly ignored them where I should have been taking care of them. And I was just putting on weight and more weight and more weight, getting bigger and bigger and heavier. And um, it was a lot of internal as well as external issues with, with the whole life at that time. Gosh, when I look back, I think, is that me? Was that me? I, I talk about it now and I'm like, oh my goodness, was that me? Cause I'm not that person now. So what changed? What series of events made you decide that you had to change your life? Well, everything came to a head is what happened. Everything sort of like it was an explosion that happened all at once. I was really struggling with very heavy menstrual cycles. And I think many women out there are like me that have heavy periods. It's not anything that's, I think, uncommon. And I've had that since I was 17. And I was constantly put on the pill, put on birth control. And I tried to come off the birth control and it would barely last maybe six months and I'm back on again. So my periods were very, very heavy. Um, and they lasted a very long time. And um, when I did go to the doctor, I was extremely anemic. I was, my blood count, I think was, I don't know, 3.9 or 4. And I think you're supposed to be at 14 a hemoglobin. It was just really bad. I could, I could have my numbers off, but I was, you know, I never took the blood transfusions. I'm terrified of needles and I just didn't want to. So I was always on iron, but it was just, imagine working like that when you're you have such heavy periods where you may soak through three pads an hour and you're just thirsty and you have headaches because you're just constantly bleeding, but you just keep going to work. Energy's bad. Yes. Um, dozing off here and there, but just continuing to work the same level without complaining. My employers never knew because I never complained and I just kept going in. And so going to the office every day and then my doctor, I had a really good doctor here that was always calling me saying, you need to come in, you need to come in. So what was happening is I would have vaginal ultrasounds and she was monitoring the uterus lining, which was getting thicker and thicker and thicker, constantly thicker. And she would call me and, and just pressure me to come in. And I went in one day and it was very thick. And she said, we have to do an endometrial biopsy. And we did the biopsy and the results came back bad. And so because she wanted to do a DNC after the biopsy and she said, I can't touch you. I don't know where the cancer is. I can't go do a DNC. You have to go immediately to an oncologist. And that time, you know, even when I did the mammogram, everything came to a head. It was all just erupting. All the results were coming back. But I had a five week, five and a half week wait to see an oncologist. Um, I couldn't just get in right away. And yeah, and it was a good one here and I had to wait. So during those five and a half weeks, I continued to work, but I was getting weaker and weaker and um, I was starting to make mistakes at work because I was just tired all the time. I was feeling fatigued. I would maybe on a weekend sleep for 12 hours, get up maybe for an hour or two and just go back to sleep again. Um, my appetite went away. I didn't have an appetite anymore. Many things started happening. My hair started falling out. Um, when I finally did see the oncologist, 
on a Friday. She told me, you have, going to, you have to go into surgery Thursday. And I had to fly out Sunday to the Bay Area. I had to fly to the Bay Area for three weeks for three install, installations of homes. And I wanted to push the surgery <laughs> three weeks. Can you imagine? Listen to my, I have to listen to myself right now. I actually wanted to push the surgery a month so I can finish complete the installations. It's, it's nuts, right? But I said, yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't do this because I have to do it. I have to fly Monday. And she had a whiteboard in her office and she put a line in the middle and she put 45, 65. And she said, this is how many hours I work. And that's how many you work. What is the emergency and interior design? And I just looked at her and I said, I don't know. And she said, go to pre-op. You're going to pre-op right now. Because you have to go into surgery Thursday. So I went to pre-op and they called me Monday and they said, you're diabetic. You have a high A1C. And I said, what on earth is an A1C? And they said, you have high cholesterol, high blood pressure. We don't even, we can't even give you surgery clearance. You need to go to a GP. And I didn't even have a GP. So I went to a GP and I, you know, I mean, she talked to me and I did end up having surgery that Thursday and everything went fine, but it was such a shock to have all this hit you in one week with all these things that are wrong with you and your mortality hits you in the face. And you basically, I, I felt like a loser. I thought, oh my God, what has happened to me? I, I felt bad for my husband, you know, I haven't been able to have kids and I just, I, I didn't know how I, I, kind of just let myself go all that time that's when it all hit me when all this just sort of erupted and um in a way it was good really because I would have never known that I had high cholesterol and high blood pressure and that I was diabetic I didn't know any of that I mean now I, I have type 2 diabetes but I don't take any medication I've controlled it all with diet and exercise so every 90 days when I test I'm not even pre-diabetic my sugar's fine but I just have to be very, very diligent on what I eat and how I eat. I, I haven't had sugar since May of 2017. Wow, that's fantastic. I don't eat sugar any. Yeah, so, you know, it's my life choices are different. So I, 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 I don't know. I don't know who that person was back then. When I look back, I can't even relate to that person anymore. <laughs> Well, I think Sorry. It was <laughs> it's very it was, emotional. It's hard. Yeah, I'm sure. I think, I think your story is probably relatable to a lot of women who want to do the best job they possibly can. And they're so dedicated to whatever their career is or to their family. And in some cases at the de detriment of their own health, you know, probably along yeah. the way, your body was whispering to you and tapping you on the shoulder, oh. gently nudging you, but it took something massive like this diagnosis to, to kind of get your attention. And it sounds to me like since then, you know, talking about not having sugar since 2017, like you've taken the steps to change your, your life in order to survive, thrive. And I know that alkaline has been a part of that journey for you. Tell us how you how you came across alkaline and what that has meant for your um, recovery. Okay, so I knew after my surgery I was on disability, and I, I it took a while for me to have driving clearances back and and even being able to walk my dog. Um, I had um, very tough surgeries, and my recovery was slow. Um, so I was started to shop around for places to work out. And I, I toured a lot of facilities 
And then I live walking distance to Alkaline and I would, I would walk because I wasn't able to drive. So I'd walk to the grocery store and I walk around there and I would, I would sit in front of the studio and watch people going in and going out. And, um, I go every day and I'd watch there and I, I didn't have the nerve to go in myself, but I would just sit outside and, and look, and, and I see all these girls come out and they were just so friendly with each other and they knew everybody, they knew each other. It was, it was a group that would come out like community and everybody was friendly. And one day I was out there with my puppy and two girls came out and they started talking to me and I asked about the place and I went online and looked. So I sent out an email and Kate responded back right away the same day. And she explained my situation that I, you know, I was very insecure. I didn't have any background of fitness. And, and, and I think before also I was, before my diagnosis, because of my heavy periods, I wasn't able to go or walk places very far or do things. So I was just always kind of wearing black and, and, and not moving around much. And so that stays with you a little bit. So even when I want to try some of it, place I felt insecure about how I looked and what I would wear because you know gyms are full of people in the health world and they look nice and it can be intimidating she was really nice to me she invited me to go in I went on a Tuesday I think it was the lunchtime class and I was the only one and um, she spent some time talking to me and I told her everything and uh, what I wanted to be able to do and and we had a session and then after that I signed up for private sessions and I think that's probably the best money I ever spent because those private sessions were so good. And then after that, I, you know, I bought a couple series and then I became unlimited member. So what I like about it is I learned not to beat myself up. I learned that I go at my own pace and she taught me how to modify for myself um, because it's, you know, I would look around and see people can do things different, but she taught me how to modify and not worry about it. And um, she adjusts me a lot when I'm needed. There are some days where I'm off, some days that I'm not. But I think also the um, the positive vibe and how you you go in, and she just she just lifts my spirits. And I met I've met so many women there now that are become friends and like family to me, and they're also supportive. So I don't know. It's so hard to put into words. I. I basically schedule everything around my workout. So my, I work three days a week. My days off, I have to meet friends. It has to be after my classes. You should give yourself huge props for making that shift in your life and making your, your wellness a priority. You know, that's, that can be a hard leap for some people who feel like they owe their boss the extra hours or, you know, I can't take time to work out because my family needs me or, or what have you. But as we know, the link between fitness and mental health, and then mm-hmm. your mental health and your physical well-being, it's all all related, and it's so important that we have that balance in order to to be truly healthy and whole people. Oh yes, after my surgery, I had um, accelerated heartbeats, and and what happened is when I left the hospital, they put me on bioidentical hormones because they took my uterus, ovary, cervix, fallopian tube, they took everything out. And I was expecting just the uterus to go out, but apparently the ovaries were really bad. So they yanked them out too. And when I was leaving, they gave me the patches and said, you have to be on these bioidentical hormones now because it's pushed you into menopause. So the bioidentical hormones, apparently they give me the accelerated heartbeat. And I was just at night, the minute the lights go out, 
it was boom, 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 pulse rates just accelerate. And I'd go to the doctor and she'd say, maybe, you know, you're having panic attacks. Everything became strange. Um, driving, sometimes if cars are too close to me, I would panic. When I go to alkaline, I sleep like a log. I lay horizontal. I sleep. And awesome. it started helping me. Yeah. And so I started the procedure to wean off the bioidentical hormones. So we're almost done. So they keep cutting them less and less and less. And we're going to come off of them. Because that when I work out, I just lay, I sleep. My husband is a software engineer and he works from home now. He's actually from San Jose, but I have, I have, he goes now to work out alkaline unlimited and he sleeps better because he's on the computer all the time and he had a hard time sleeping, but now he sleeps so much better. But for me, it was mostly the accelerated heartbeat. I can't explain it. When I go to the class, it's just at night, there's a sense of calmness. It's the worst thing is when the lights come out and your heart just boom, goes from zero to a hundred. Wow. And so it's helped me start to lessen my medication you were talking about the community too i think the power we, mm. we recognize at alkaline that people could do a workout uh, from their computer but we believe firmly in the power of just that that sense of community and knowing that people care about you and knowing that the instructors in the room are paying attention and wanting you to get the best experience and i have to imagine that that can that community has been helpful for your healing as well. Oh, yes. I never feel like I go in there and, and, you know, people are, I'm sort of like outcasted or anything. Everybody's so nice, you know, so nice. Uh, um, they're so supportive with everything. You know, we've just, we share all kinds of things, whether you need a, a florist or a dog sitter or recipes or what they're wearing. And I've had four people in there now that come to me for design business. It's so strange, but it's just, it's such a nice, wonderful, wonderful place. It's clean. It's spotless. It's just full of positive energy. I consider it like Disney because Disney's a very happy place. So when I go in there, that's an extremely happy place. It's all positive energy in there. I've never, ever, ever had a bad experience. That's why I've referred to so many of my friends. My neighbors are members now. Uh, my friends are members. My family are members because it's just a good place. And no matter how much you go to the gym and you go there and you realize that you're not doing things incorrectly or your, your back hurts, but it's really your hip flexors or from your sitting. And, and just, I torched so many studios and no one was as nice to me as Kate and her team at Alkaline. And I cannot tell you how many yoga places I walked into or Pilates places and they just were not as clean are welcoming. So it's just such a full of positive vibe. It's my little Disneyland or Nordstrom is the other thing I call it because <laughs> it's so important to my life. If I always tell Kate, if you close and leave, I will freak out because what she's done for me, I like to do for others. I find it priceless. I, it's, it's such an impact and you leave such a nice footprint on this earth. I wish that somebody would have done that for me in the past instead of just kind of asking me to work more. Now, when I'm asked to work Fridays, I always say I can come at 1130 because I like to do the 950 express recharge. Good for so you. I do the line. Yeah. And I say, I can't, I'll come on Friday, but it has to be at 1130. I won't go before that because I have to have my class. And yeah. that's just how I am. Or if they ask me, Hey, can you work Monday? I say, well, it has to be at noon because I like to go to the 950 class. So this is how I've kind of made things work for me going out to dinner people want to you know or even just weekends they want me to do things and I say I work out like I have a Disney pass if I go tomorrow I'm doing the 7 30 class <laughs> then I will go so that's just 
and maybe it's too much of a, I've turned into like a nut job about it, but it just, it, it's not just physical, it's just internal. I feel really good. And I love all the energy they give me in there. And it just, I don't know. It's, it's it really is the really happiest place on earth. It oh, is for I me. Mean, I guess saved we, my go, life. we could go second happiest place on earth, but I'd actually rather go to Alpine than Disney. Oh, a hundred percent. I like it. Because, yeah. It saved my life. It's so important to me. It saved my life. And you know, the funny thing is my husband going in there, it's so well, it's been such a gift for him as well. Both of us. Cause he sits at a desk all day. Right. Do you guys take class together? We do on um, weekends. We take class together. That's fun. That is. Fun. I think. I yeah. Think that we have. But so he likes people. elevate now. He's kind of gotten into this elevate thing, and he really likes elevate. So he's turned into this dude that likes to, you know, he was going to LA Fitness all the time, and he's really into making his shoulders bigger and all this and that. But now he's really into elevate, and that's the class he likes to go to. I elevate. I like the express recharge and the align, but he like he loves elevate. So sometimes like tomorrow I'll do the seven thirty, and then he does the elevate afterwards. That's awesome. That I awesome. love to teach elevate and I'm coming down there next month. So I'll make sure we oh, I can teach both of you your favorite format. Okay. <laughs> That's great. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, we are so appreciative of you for being such a brand ambassador for us. That's amazing. Oh, I love it. I wish I could, I could be involved somehow with it. I would anything, you know, I always help Kate set up and I, I help clean up or whatever they need, but it's like, it's such a nice field. I always tell you're so lucky because you make such an impact. I mean, I make things pretty. It's different, but to, <laughs> to make an impact like that, you know, I told my doctor the other day over the phone, I'm like, I have to tell you about alkaline. And she said, okay, we'll talk when you come in next time. But, um, I think so many people can benefit from it. There are so many that after surgery, you're, 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 you're insecure and you just don't feel attractive anymore. You know, when you lose what's left really, if you lose your uterus and your ovaries and your breasts, then you just walk around going, am I still a girl? What's, what's left in me? You know, you have so many scars and that I see people wearing sometimes tank tops or mini skirts. I don't wear that anymore. Cause I'm very, so I still have to, I'm very conscious about all the scars in my body, but I shouldn't be. I should be grateful that I'm alive and kicking and enjoying things. But it's hard to to walk into a place because you, there's some void that you have, and it's hard to replace that void. So you have to walk into a place and find a community, and then you feel part of something. That the other stuff just kind of starts to take a back seat slowly. I don't know if that makes sense. It sounds very abstract. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. We actually have one of our instructors as a cancer exercise trainer, Mm -hmm. CET, Mm -hmm. and we're trying to figure out how to get more of what you're talking about, like more um, integration with that community, more of that, you know, come on in. This is a place where you can um, heal. Yeah, heal in a lot of ways, not just physically, right? So Exactly, because it's therapeutic. Honestly, Bond, maybe that can be how you contribute. Maybe you can help us um, develop that program, you know, that we can roll out across all of our locations. And that would be an amazing. Yeah, that would be nice. It's it's more therapeutic. It's an internal thing. It's hard to explain because even if you go in for the workout, you're sitting on the treadmill, you're just, it's a different, it's a void. You lose certain organs and there's just this void and you feel kind of weird. So it's just, um, yeah. 
I, I talk to you know, we talk a lot about proprioception and we talk a lot about that mind body connection. And I think what you're yeah. talking about is just that, you know, when you've been through something like you have, and you know, you're re- recovering from abdominal surgery, let's say, um, you know, it takes time to rebuild the connection between your brain and your abdominals. And yet that's one of the most loving things we can do is stay in touch with literally and figuratively with, with our own bodies so that we can better listen to our bodies and keep ourselves well or get treatment when, you know, go after when something doesn't feel right. You know, it's, it's important that we stay tuned in to ourselves. It takes work and you can't give up. So I don't like to miss out at all. And even in October, I, I went to Italy for three weeks and, you know, I would, we had a, a challenge and I was working with my team, even though I was in Italy and my team won and I was That's awesome. doing things in it. <laughs> yeah. I was doing the positions in Italy and we would, my husband would take pictures and videos and we won the challenge, but I didn't want to leave my team just because I was in Italy. So I'm like, I'm part of this team and we're going to win. And I was making sure that I would help even though it's far away. And I loved it. And I missed my classes. But as soon as we came back, the day I landed, I was back in the studio again. But um, yeah, yeah, I think I I think about it often about how I can help. And I think I will talk to my doctors about it because it makes such a difference. I even asked her, I said, you know, when you took out all the organs, is there a hole in my stomach? And she said, no, everything just shifts down. It's healing inside and outside. So I love what you have created. I'm so thankful for what you've created. And I hope you just spread it everywhere. That's our mission. Yeah, I'm thankful you're a part of it. That's our goal. Yeah, my husband says... I tell them we can't sell our house because I can't move away from alkaline. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, awesome. Where am I going to go? How am I going to find the studio? So I go, we can't sell the house. We have to stay here. We have to stay here. Well, yeah. we do. If our, um, as we pursue our mission, we will have studios in other areas. So hopefully that won't be a problem, but we've heard that from a lot of people. Actually, we cannot relate yeah. because the one thing we will miss about our community is alkaline, which is yes. pretty awesome. That is awesome. I love it. Well, thank I love you it. so much for sharing your story. Anything else that you would like to add before we close today? I think anybody who is scared to go into a place or, or feels like, you know, cause it's hard, it's hard to get up and go just do it. If I can do it, anybody can do it. And trust me, if I can do it, anybody could do it. Just get up and go. You don't even have to get fancy workout gear. Just go. And it's, it's priceless. That's awesome. Well, you are an inspiration. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you ladies. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Thank you for joining another episode of Alkaline Unplugged. As a reminder, please leave us a review on Apple iTunes or wherever you're listening. Comments, feedback, and requests or suggestions for future guests can be emailed to info at alkalinestudios.com. We look forward to hearing from you.